first podcast of 2020. 2020. Did you ever think you'd make it to 2020? You mean like just like survive or? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I hoped I would. Fair enough. I, I guess I was just a fatalistic young Z. Like, did you think we weren't make it past 2012, like the world was going to end? Because I was on that train. You were? I, I, I mean, I not in like a serious sense, but in the sense of, yeah. If like, it's going to happen, it's, it's going to happen. happen. Like For me, so like, this is weird, but like, I've always kind of had a bit of a messiah complex. Okay. And like, Jesus died when he was like 32. As did one of my favorite performers of all time, John Belushi, uh-huh. died when he was like 32. And so well, like- he got past 27, which is the big Kurt musician. Kurt Cobain and everything, one. yeah. And so like, as a kid, now this is me as a kid, like teenage, 13, 14, 15-year-old Harvey Z, those were legitimate thoughts I had, was like, I'm not going to live past 27 or 32, and if I do- holy shit, what am I going to do with my life? Because I don't think that's going to happen. But it started with the Messiah thing, but then it became a John Belushi thing. And I was just like, oh, because when I was younger, I wanted to be a comedian as well. Uh huh. And so it was if I was a stand-up comic. And then for back then, when I was a naive Harvey Z, I was like, I don't know why all these comics suddenly like die. Like Chris Farley <laughs> died in his prime and John Belushi died in his prime. And What is happening? I don't understand oh, it. Only later did an older Harvey Z learn about drugs and alcohol. Yeah. So, like, young me was just like, if I go into comedy, if I get successful, I could become so successful that I'm just going to die of my own fame. (laughs) And it became this weird sort of, like, life mantra of, like, hey, if you live past 32, what what do we do now? (laughs) Like, I didn't plan for life after 32. So... What you're saying is you're not famous enough to die yet. Not yet, thankfully. Uh, at this not point. famous enough to die. The new James Bond movie. I like it. I would watch <laughs> it. James Bond and the, like, the evil villain is in Hollywood or such. Yeah. Oh. Because it was a legitimate thing that became then anxiety when I was a teenager, late teenager, like 18, like late teenager, 18 or so, I became then afraid of death. So that combined with my earlier like ideas when it was just like, oh, this is simple. Oh, if I become too famous and such and at 32, then at 18, it was like actual existential dread of holy crap. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. We're <laughs> all going to die. Everybody's going to die. What do I do with this? Hmm. So I didn't plan for like 2020. Well, you're here now. Which Guess is what, bitch? Like, we're going. Like, what do we do? Holy this, crap. You're now living on bar or not borrowed time, but like this is now I'm playing with house money. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Playing with house money. At this point. Even like, though technically you're I was age, supposed to like, yeah, yeah there was no reason I wrong. wasn't supposed to live. This isn't the middle ages, like thirties are not old elderly people at this point. But again, young Harvey Z was like, It's gonna happen. I'm gonna become so famous with my comedy. And I don't know why I'm suddenly going to drop dead. <laughs> well, the good news is Make Me a Gamer does not promote using drugs. Because you'll die legal. at 32. Yeah. 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 Wait, Jesus then? Jesus did drugs. I think that's, that's the only way. That, yeah. <laughs> Jesus partied. I feel like we have made through transitive property, like Jesus must have done drugs. And he must have been a hell of a stand-up comedian. Well, I mean, the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah, yeah that, he was, that was probably like a stand-up show, yeah. right? Sermon on the Mount. That sounds like you put that on the poster, like yeah. his, his new tour. It would sell CDs back in its day. <laughs>
It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. This makes no fucking sense, but we're doing it anyway. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Me a Gamer, the procedurally generated podcast that's a roguelike for your ears. I'm your host, T-Man, and I'm here with... Harvey Z, in the place to be. And like you said, it's 2020. It's a new year. Um, so we've got some changes that I'll get into at the end of the episode. I don't want to start off with them. Okay. And I also apologize if you hear me sniffing. Uh, I've got kind of a cold fighting it off. It's ugh, it's in my head. But we're slowly going to be implementing changes. So like this episode is going to be just standard make me a gamer. This uh, is the stuff that they know and love. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to go for it. We're going to have our discussions. We're not going to have any sort of special deviant episodes or anything uh, deviant well, episodes deviant? I, mean, I mean deviant in the actual sense that it's we're deviating from what we normally do not of all word choices though <laughs> like deviant okay i can't wait then for the actual deviant episodes but i i well we were talking about doing different formats yeah. and i'm working on trying to get other guests so i might you might be hearing from more than just harvey z i might start hopefully going to start trying to bring in other people and kind of get more outreach out there and maybe you listening right now could be a guest oh, i don't know get famous yeah get famous we're we we do not want to die but we're we're trying wait that came out wrong anyway get famous or die trying I mean, I think... <laughs> get famous or die trying yeah so why don't we start off with the the good old fashioned Harvey Z snaps? I've got one that I think you'll like this time. Okay. Uh, we're starting off brand new universe. Slate is wiped clean. Okay. So everything this world is normal. Is, everything is just fine. Everything is fine, and this is going to be the first thing you do to the world. Okay. okay. So on the one hand, house cats. I was hoping you wouldn't go already like <laughs> with this choice of what are you going to put up against house cats? On the other hand, automated vacuums, a.k.a. Roombas. Oh, I actually now own both. Yeah, that's well, that's what I was yeah, saying. This like, is my you were really, Earlier you were talking about like your pet Roomba. It was like your your trial run. Sharky. Sharky, yes. the, the stupid Roomba that gives up every time it uh, tries to clean. Or dies trying, actually, <laughs> just like gets stuck on a sock and gives up. Yeah. <laughs> but now you have an actual hat. I have a brand new Catsby Z. Catsby Z. The great Catsby. We're not going with the Penny Arcade one, yes. <laughs> but, or are you just making a Gatsby pun? I was just making a Gatsby pun. Ah, Catsby is also from Penny Arcade, but no, this is Catsby Z. Catsby Z. Okay. He is a, Wouldn't it be Cat VZ? No. No, Catsby. All right, Harvey's. It's your choice. I'm Catsby. Just... All right. He's got his own name. He's got his own brand. <laughs> the the issue is now you're actually gonna. If I do this, I have to like destroy a sentient life that not just any in the past and stuff. One that I know and care about now. I I'm putting that choice on you. And the other is my Roomba. <laughs> like it will go, <laughs> and I can't just get a new one. No. And I, I specifically said all automated vacuum cleaners because I didn't want to do the loophole of, well, Roomba is only one kind. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. going to, the brand. So all automated. Now, there are automated moppers. I haven't gotten one yet. I, I'm specifically talking about Roomba and Roomba likes. Because that is what I have. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
This sucks. Because this is actually an internal conflict as well. At some point, I've actually turned off my Roomba. It's automated. It goes twice a week normally. But my cat's going to freak the fuck out. It can't handle handvax right now. <laughs> and so introducing the two of them to each other, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Maybe have the Roomba clean in one room and like the cat's in the other and hears it. I don't know yet. It's already like seen the Roomba, but it doesn't know what it does and it hasn't heard the Roomba yet. So it's aware of the Roomba, but doesn't know its capabilities. Yeah, that's that's going to come in the future at some... There's going to be a <laughs> showdown at one point that I'll have to report back on. Cat versus Roomba. Who's going to win? And some cats just like chill on the Roomba. That's like, what I would like for that coexistence. But my cat is, again, terrified of loud noises. It's a new cat. It's settling into the place. It's not yet the boss. <laughs> the Roomba is just The Roomba silent. is going to be a challenge to its authority, right? Oh, and it goes everywhere that the cat likes to go in the uh, small places. Mm. So I feel like just because the people already in the background, all the cat lovers are yelling at me already. I'm like, <laughs> don't kill the cats. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep the house cat. And goodbye, Sharky, then. You were, <laughs> you were a pet to me, too. You were the first pet. <laughs> the Oh, the memories of finding you dead somewhere on my floor. Because he either succeeded or he died trying. <laughs> or, That's the theme of this yeah. this episode is succeed or die trying. Or actually, no, he learned. He was like, oh, I've come upon some stairs. I've got to quit this job. <laughs> yeah. And then he went back. I have no stairs. <laughs> yeah, you've mentioned that before. He made up excuses. It was so, like, I. it was clever. I have to give him that. It was no longer succeed or die trying. It was succeed or make up excuses. Yes. In that way. Oh, poor Sharky. We hardly knew you. So, Roombas are gone. The first uh, casualty okay. of this new Snap universe was no more automated vacuums. So, you got to do your vacuuming by hand again. Which is currently what I'm doing. Yeah. So, it's fine. No loss for you, but the rest of the world is like, what the fuck? All the people, especially who don't have cats, were just suddenly like, wait, why is the Roomba gone? What, <laughs> what, what did he pick? <laughs> I'd like to think, actually, in this... Harvey Z snaps world. At some point, they realize, oh, it's Harvey Z who's doing all this. And every so often, something disappears, and they're like, God damn it, Harvey. <laughs> I hate you. They don't know who I am, but they just know that, that this is somewhere the out there. Somebody is getting rid of things, and like as slowly things disappear, you're like, what, what, what? Ah, uh, it's just Harvey again. I wonder what he chose this time. <laughs> so, first episode back. Last time we recorded was, I think, the manatees. Yeah. Uh, before Christmas break. So, how were your holidays? Uh, do anything fun, gaming wise or otherwise? It, it was mostly corporate in the sense that the holidays fell on a weird time in the yeah. middle of the week. So, I ended up working Christmas and then New Year's. I actually had the day off, but actually, that's the day I got my cat. Yeah. So, and we had a New Year's party here. That was about my holidays was actually this part. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I was on vacation. I got to play some games. Oh. Um, I'm going to go over that. Did uh, you go to PAX Unplugged? Or no, you went on vacation just. Uh, well, so PAX Unplugged was at the beginning of December. And then I went on actual vacation. We visited my girlfriend's parents. We uh, were in California. Uh, that was fun. There was rainy. It was not California typical weather. And my girlfriend was kind of sick. She, it was a real bad time in. Uh-huh. Uh, so we ended up staying in a lot and just kind of chilling. I did 
hit up my Switch. I, I got to play a few games. Okay. Anything um, that I would know? or uh, The main game that I played, I started and finished it all on vacation, uh, was Ori and the Blind Forest. Ah. It's a Metroidvania. It's very pretty. And, like, I liked it a lot, but I don't think it's a game you would like. Yeah, it hasn't been... It's a, it's a very really. strict platformer. Like, oh. it's, it invo- it's 2D, but it involves serious platforming skills. Like, for the first, I'd say, about third of the game, it's a normal platformer in the sense of, like, you jump and you attack enemies and you get, like, a double jump and, and that sort of thing. And then there's an ability that they call Bash that you unlock in, like, the first dungeon area that completely changes the game. And what it does is if you hold a button, you, like, grab projectiles and or enemies and or things in the environment that allow you to grab them, uh, like lights and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And you can, like, basically point yourself in 360 degrees direct of directions. And then when you let go of the button, you just fly in that direction. Okay. So there is a lot of, like, having to traverse pits by, like, jumping off enemy projectiles to get across. Um, or, oh. like, grabbing on each, on, like, flying enemies and jumping from one to the next and that sort of thing. And it really changes the game in a way that makes it a lot more fun and also a lot harder. And that's what actually grabbed me is like the first third, I was just kind of like, okay, I don't, people have really hyped this up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is just, it's like kind of a regular game. And then you get to that power up and suddenly everything changes. I'm like, holy shit, this is really fun. It was also got really hard. Like as soon as they introduced that ability to you, they're like, okay, we know you can platform and now do it like really hard in really hard mode and just like unforgiving sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, race against you get it and then a short while later there's like a race against the clock escape part uh-huh. where you have to use that ability just like really really fast and it took me like 15 or 20 tries to do that because you have to do it all at once there's no like checkpoint in the middle of it you either mm-hmm. finish the, the the race or you don't and it was a good way of just kind of like throwing you into the deep end like here you go here's the okay. power you better learn it or otherwise you're fucked like they gave you some time to practice before, like with a like a little bit, but not a lot. Like, and then they just threw you straight. And then it was it. just here, get out. And yeah, it okay. Was, so, but I ended up enjoying the game. Uh, I finished it. I didn't one hundred percent complete it because I don't have the time for that. Mm-hmm. And also, Switch doesn't have like trophies or so achievements I don't, and stuff. Like it had the achievements in game, but those never bother me as much as like the overall. I don't oh, like know how why. the PlayStation has like, like it tracks it like. If it's in game, I don't care. It, like sometimes it'll bother me though if it's like the 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 overall score, like if, uh-huh. if it's combining. But Nintendo doesn't do that. But yeah, that was the main game I played. I uh, also tried Cosmic Star Heroine, which is like a old school JRPG, but oh. came out in like 2015. Like it was specifically designed to like mirror the Chrono Trigger aesthetic uh, and those sorts of things. <laughs> Uh, and it's fun. I got about, I'm thinking about three and a half hours in. I'm just playing it off and on here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it does a couple interesting things with combat. But I, it's one of those games where if you like JRPGs of that era, you'll probably like it. But it also doesn't do anything super... Game-changing. Yeah. It's like the story isn't super great. A lot of the dialogue is kind of cheesy and nothing really stood out to me in that sense. But... 
the battle system and like the artwork and all that stuff is kind of cool. So <laughs> I also, <laughs> I also tried to, I got phantom doctrine and tried to play it and the tutorial didn't work. And so I just ended up not playing it at all. Phantom doctrine is like this XCOM like oh. where you like play as like a spy in like forties or fifties Germany or Russia or something. And I never got past the tutorial because, like, it told me to go to a square, and I went to the square, and then it told me to go to another square. When I clicked on the square, my guy wouldn't move, and I had no options to, like, end my turn or do anything. And, like, it must have glitched out or something. Uh -huh. I don't know what happened, but I spent, like, five minutes trying to move the guy, and I'm like, if the tutorial is going to mess up on me like this, I'm just, I'm not going to play it. So that was three bucks down the drain, but <laughs> whatever. And then I, of course, played Slay the Spire. Yeah, that's that's why like when you ask me about gaming, it's just it's been slay the spire, slay the spire, slay the spire. Like that is my cat has become acclimated to the sounds of that game <laughs> at this point. It is I don't know why. It's just such a simple, pure, fun game. Like I played for a while on the Ironclad, and then I switched over to like the silent, and I'm still it feels like a new game to me, and it's like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Like it is a very fun game to play. Yeah, I agree. I like the I like it a lot. Obviously, um, mm -hmm. I mentioned it on my games of the year, uh, which are is up on my website. I mm -hmm. put up the the writing version of it as well as uh, the um, podcast that we did. Yeah, and uh, aside from that, I started doing Ring Fit. Yeah, I saw you have the Ring Fit out there. Yeah. So I, what's the game like? I'm curious actually a lot about this. Yeah. So it's basically from so I've never done Pilates. But apparently, nor have I. So, like, what the the ring is is like a Pilates ring. Like, that's what people use when they do Pilates. I don't even know what Pilates is. Yeah, I think me of neither. ballet. Like, I I've I've heard of Pilates, but like, yeah, I've never actually done it or looked up videos on it or anything. But from what I understand, basically, what Ring Fit is is they give you a Pilates ring. Okay. And one of the switch controllers like hooks into like the Pilates ring and like with its sensors or whatever. And then the other one goes into like a strap that you put around your leg. Uh -huh. So one switch is basically measuring what you do with the ring while the other one is measuring like your squats mm -hmm. or like running or things like that. And so I set it up and they give you a good option, which is great for me because I'm in an apartment building, is you can do silent workout. Oh. So like it's normally the way the levels are is you basically jog through a level. Mm -hmm. And then if when you come up on enemies, you have to do exercises in like a JRPG, basically like you choose an exercise, which is your attack. And then you're and then as you do the exercise, it does damage to the enemies you're fighting. Do you have to do like. Like, is it reps or something where, like, with the ring, you have to, like, I guess, do you squeeze? What do you even do with the ring? You turn it or you squeeze uh, um, it? It's like, uh, there. one of the exercises is an overhead press where you lift the ring up of your head and then squeeze, like, okay. and do that. Um, there's also, like, what they call the ab guard, which is your defense, where you take the ring and press it against your abs and, like, squeeze it in. Okay. You're, it's, you're supposed to, like, feel it in your stomach, mm -hmm. not your arms. Like, you're not supposed to be, like, working your arms on that. It's, like... Okay. Your, like ab. And so like when you meet an enemy, do you have to do like do five of these overhead pressers well, to so like launch you, an attack? No, so each round basically is you choose which uh exercise you're going to do. And the exercises have 
recharge time, so you can't do the same exercise over and over. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to at least swap back between two different ones, because the basic exercises all have a one-turn recharge. And some as you un- as you play through the game, you unlock new exercises that do uh-huh. more damage. Yeah. Um, but they divide it up into four categories, and I there's like upper mu- body like muscle uh ones which is like usually squeezing the ring or doing something like that um then there's i think lower body because one the four okay the four exercises you start out with is the overhead press squats i don't remember what they call it but you like get on the ground and like bring your knees into your chest and then extend back out again it's like a heel lift or something like, like that. like you have to lay down basically Yeah, you have to sit you sit down you start in a sitting position and then lift your knees up to your chest and then extend back out again oh okay um and that's of, of course like the joy con on your leg measures mm-hmm. that uh, and then the last one is a yoga pose so like there's four categories and those are the four categories and i, I think the yellow one is more like stretches and then green so red is the overhead press which is upper body um blue is the squats which i believe is like legs or like sort of that sort Mm -hmm. of lower body workout um yellow is like stretches or like other muscles because that one includes both like the one i described and then there's one where you take the the ring and you kind of do like waist twists Mm -hmm. And then green is yoga poses, which are like more about holding a pose for a certain amount of time as opposed to like doing an actual exercise that is mm-hmm. measured. And depending on what you're doing uh, is is how many you do in a row. So like when you choose squats, you do like 16 squats. Oh. And each time you do a squat, it does damage to an enemy. And But depending on how correctly you do the squat affects how much damage you do so you will get a little your little guy that you're you're like running through the world in his hair sets on fire when you're doing well Uh so like you can tell there's like a good visual cue to let you know that you're actually doing exercises Mm -hmm. so that helps a lot because like there's a little guy that shows you the correct posture and also your guy will the the better he's doing, the more on fire he is, literally. So you can you know that you're at least by the measurement of the Nintendo Switch, like <laughs> you're doing the right posture and everything. Uh, and as I said, I think before I got sidetracked, it has a silent mode. So like when you go through the levels, you're jogging, and normally you jog, but you can put it on silent mode, and you do kind of do like miniature squats instead to okay. simulate what the same muscles that you would get while jogging, but you're not like pounding on the floor. So like my downstairs neighbors aren't going to get angry Mm -hmm. at me. Is it fun? I mean, yeah, I honestly, a lot of the problems I have with exercising is that I get bored of it very easily. And Uh it's one of those things where I wish I could do, I guess I could like listen to a podcast or something while I'm jogging or whatever, but in general like this gives me a way to actually feel like i'm doing something productive in addition to exercising like i'm completing an an adventure like Mm -hmm. the first time i i broke open the game i completed the first world and that was my workout and i was Mm -hmm. like that and that took me like 10 minutes to do the first world and then world my second workout was world two and that one took me 20 minutes and how many worlds are there i don't don't get old I don't know. Um, like, is it replayable? Is it? Having... I mean, there, there's the adventure mode, and then there's like 
quick play or whatever where you get to choose your exercises or something so i don't know how long the actual game is Mm -hmm. like right now it feels like it ramps up that each world like as you if you complete a world at a time you're like slowly ramping up to like a regular exercise routine Mm -hmm. uh because like i said first one took me 10 minutes and i was super exhausted afterwards second one took me 20 minutes and i was actually much more recovered a lot quicker after that one because you know that's what happens when you start exercising so i don't I'm not sure how much it would help a person who regularly exercises anyway. Mm-hmm. And you can also like set the difficulty early when you start based on how much exercise you do. So mm-hmm. like either if you want to set it to easy mode, I think I put it to like, I exercise a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, but then there's like, I already exercise a bunch. And so like it, that, that will like give you how much, how many reps you do for each thing and mm-hmm. so on. So as a person who is a beginner exerciser and needs to get in shape, it works fine, especially as someone who likes games and that sort of like mm-hmm. overarching challenge. As a person who exercises regularly, I'm not sure how much of a benefit it would be, but I don't also don't think that's who this is targeting. And then what's the plot? Like why just the the, the secondary part, I guess, like why are you killing things in this world? <laughs> so essentially the plot of the game is you accidentally free this bodybuilding dragon. This is awesome already. I wasn't <laughs> expecting this. A bodybuilding dragon. Yeah, you okay. get like this guy that's like named Ring. And he's like, the, the ring is like magical and he talks to you. So like your Pilates ring is basically talking to you. And he apparently had sealed away this dragon because he got, the ring told the dragon when he was like Captain America pre super soldier Ah. serum like (laughs) you're you're weak and you need to get stronger but then this went too far and like he just like absorbed dark power and became so focused on getting yeah basically (laughs) like this the dragon got steroids and he got too buff and so now he's causing darkness to go across the world and you've Mm got to like stop him and the ring is like, but I know there's good in him. We can turn him into a so good the, guy. So the ring created the dragon, basically. Right. And now it's trying to work you out to, yeah. like, be the good the yeah. good one. Yeah. It'll All work. right. This is already way... Like, I needed that because I was just like... <laughs> if this is like... Wii Sports was fun, but it was just like a sports activity or right. like archery or such. It was that for the sake of that. So that's where I was like, is this just exercise for the sake of exercise? Are there bosses? I mean, so far I've fought the dragon twice. It seems like he's been... I don't know if he's going to be the boss of every world, uh-huh. but I've fought him twice as the boss of each world. I I accept it. This is great. <laughs> All right. You have a nemesis to focus on. Yeah. It's, he's pretty great. He, his, his name is Drago. Uh-huh. It's like with the French A-U-X at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it's... I, I like it. It's just cheesy enough that... I mean, it's you're exercising yeah. on a switch, so you need some sort of stupidity in it. It's 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 fine. It's good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's been my gaming mostly. I've I started a couple games. Uh, I'm doing like a gaming tally where I keep track of all the games I've played this year, and I started a couple uh, on New Year's Day, but I haven't got too far into them, so I'm not going to talk about it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have too much to say because I haven't really gotten to the meat of either of them but i'm going through my backlog that's my goal this year is to play Less games new I, games more old yeah. games well not not even old games not even old games just games i have 
Like, yeah. I have so many games already. I don't need to buy new ones yet. Mm-hmm. And also, I just want to replay games I know I love. And mm-hmm. so, I haven't done that yet either. But, you know, it's on the agenda. All right. So, before we get into the uh, next section here, which is going to be fun, I think. Um, why don't we, uh, speaking of old games, go into the cauldron hat fire thing. The flaming cauldron of old games. The flaming cauldron of old games, sure. This has been gone through so many names at this point, yeah. I don't even remember what we were actually calling it to begin with. And at this point, like, the minigame, do I even recognize this game or the system it's been on? Right. Uh, in case you hadn't, you know, he's already shaking his head at me, I don't folks. know this one, and I can't even <laughs> guess the system. I always think these are, like, pixelated games, and then they end up being, like, Xbox games from, like, the 2000s. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so... If you're just joining us for 2020, uh, I put a bunch of games into a hat. I don't remember what I've put in there at this point. Uh, This was a while ago when I did it. And I'm just going to riff on the game and like tell Harvey Z about it. They're games that I've played in the past that I might not remember without prompting, but still thought were good. Uh, Good enough to at least be put in this hat. And usually, because my always I ask is... There was why is the game in the hat? And it's usually one thing unique or there's a hook about this game because right. they weren't like game changers in in the sense or yeah. so. So what you got for me? The Unholy War. <laughs> oh God, this was such a good game. Was it? I don't I even mean, know of it. Okay. Um so Unholy War is not an Xbox game. It's, a, it's not it's okay. older than that. Uh it was for the PlayStation One. Oh, okay. Um, I own that system. Yeah. yeah. So it was by... I'm going to look this up. I think it was by Eidos. I'm, I'm calling my shot. I think it was published by Eidos. Published by Eidos Interactive. Yes. Wow. I did it. I, I, I called my shot and I, w- I was successful. Um, so this game... I'm, I'm quoting a little bit from the uh, Wikipedia because I wanted to get the names of the races right. But I know I, I know most more about it than the rest of it. I just forgotten the races. There's two races. There's the arcane and the technos. Okay. The arcane are basically like wizards and beasts and that sort of stuff. And technos is obviously robots and, and that sort of thing. And the way it plays out is you, it's kind of a tactical game okay. where you're on a grid of hexes and you have like a base that generates units and you like gain energy by going, uh, if I remember correctly, going around the map and like picking up energy cells or whatever. So, <laughs> And the more energy you have, the better units you create. But the difference is when a unit and another unit on the enemy side like clash, you go into like a little 3D battlefield. Okay. And so like the the actual fight is kind of like a 3D controlled battle where you're like fighting on this small area and the I there might be a time limit and if like no one kills the other person, both units just like separate. Uh, but if one person kills the other, like that unit is wiped off the map and the, mm-hmm. that, the winning unit takes the space over. But it's not like a grid based combat when it happens or like I'm thinking no, no. of it's, it's real time, like uh, a power stone or sort of uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Not like a Mortal Kombat. Like, no, not Mortal Kombat in like 2D sense, but it, it's like full 3D area, which was real neat at like yeah. in the late 90s at the time. Like, the one guy, I don't remember the name, but it was, like, a shark robot man, 
where like it was like a guy kind of like ha- that was a half shark it was, or maybe it was like riding the shark but it's it's a, it flies and so like one of its special moves is it flies into the air and then you can drop bombs on people ah. and so there was the tactical part of the game came from knowing there was only the arcane and the technos so you once you when you played the game you knew like what units they had what units such. there were and which units are good at, against other units so like if you you bring the shark guy in against uh, an enemy guy that only has ground-based attacks you can just like fly above them and drop bombs and it's like very easy for you to win mm-hmm. and the game is balanced around like well you got to pick it's so, similar to chess ish where like this unit is better against this unit but mm-hmm. then or not chess uh, rock paper scissors maybe okay that would be more fair yeah yeah and anyway it was really fun it's one of those games that i enjoyed a lot uh in my younger days that i wouldn't may not have bought myself but somehow i ended up with it i don't know if it was a gift or what there was like a campaign where you played through like maps mm-hmm. using the characters but then there was also like a battle royale mode where you you and a friend could just like pick five units and then you'd fight and then if when one unit died the next unit would just come into the battlefield oh, so okay. you didn't yeah. even have to have the tactical part mm-hmm. but then there was also the tact like you could do like a tactical 1v1 with your friends because it's a PlayStation 1 game i'm like curiously impressed at like what they're trying to do here yeah it sounds so the game it actually makes me think of is Heroes of Might and Magic a little bit like that, I but think. that one it's when the two enemy forces clash, or so it breaks down into like a grid, and it's you move your units across and right. hit That's, each other. It's not like that. It, that the, the, the grid is like the main area, and then the clash is like real time in and like a three skill space. and stuff is involved of like how you move around and dodge and so forth. Or right, is it a big map? Like you have to hunt for the enemy, or you know he's no, right there. No, it's it's, it's, a... it's like PlayStation One. Everything is like on one screen sort of yeah. map. Like there isn't like. It's not if nowadays you might have like a, a more involved map where it's like one v one and like you're hunting or, or mm-hmm. whatever, but no, this was much more like stylized like a three D fighting game sort of thing where like you can see you can always see the other person, you know where mm-hmm. they are, it's just using your abilities. I think each unit has like two or three assigned to each button what they can do. Like I there was blue monster with like claws i don't remember exactly what he does but he was like a like real fast and did like a lot of like ground-based damage and then there's the jaeger which is this giant tank that like shoots missiles and everything there was a guy that was made out of buzz saws of course you know, yeah. yeah so it's it, it's it was fun did it get resource management to you no, not really. Like the only thing you were managing was the the energy to produce new units. I think because um, it almost seems a little bit like it's not you're capturing energy points or like capture the flag type of thing. Well, like the goal is to destroy the other enemy's base. Ah, okay. So accumulate enough troops and then get over there and then. Yeah, I think that's basically what it is. Could there be multiple units in combat at the same time, or it had to be one v one? I think it was always one v one. Could only control, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Interesting. The unholy the, that, war. The unholy war. That was actually get yeah, that game was number one hundred on my top one hundred games of all time. Like <laughs> that, that 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 was. I remember that it was. I gave it that spot specifically. There were probably a couple I could have put there instead, but I wanted to highlight it. I wanted mm-hmm. to just be like, this is a game that. Probably doesn't deserve to be any higher than number 100, mm-hmm. but 
it was fun enough and sticks in my mind enough that I it gets the nod. Yeah, it gets the nod. Yeah, yeah. Like one hundred, I feel like is that spot that when you're making a top one hundred list, it goes to like the niche game. It mm-hmm. goes to the one that you probably if this is going to be a tailored list that a like a, a committee is putting together mm-hmm. it's not going to be on a, that 100 list but if you're making your personal list this one just you throw that one in there as like the game that you remember from your childhood and it seems like it stand like nobody remembers 92 93 or 94 or whatever but like 100 they're gonna pay attention to like right 100 sticks out yeah it's the very first one of the list yeah okay so for this next uh for the rest of the uh um episode today we're going to be doing a little something different oh. and this will probably i doubt we'll get through all of them today so we might bring this back and for other episodes or i might throw this at guests if i start having guests on uh when i'm going to say when because i want to have yes. guests on the power of positivity yeah power of positivity get guests or die trying mm. let's hope not but yeah <laughs> So my girlfriend for Christmas got me a, a stocking stuffer. And I'm going to show it to Harvey Z here. It's uh video game trivia, ultimate video game trivia. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's basically a bunch of cards that have video game questions on them. And I am going to ask you or you're going to ask me because well, this well, is going to go. <laughs> I, I think we're, so I've already seen the answers on like, there's like answers on, already yeah. out like at, in my face so i'm going to ask you those okay and we'll we'll go back and forth do you think looking at those answers and such do i even have a chance because 50 50 oh okay, okay. I, th- I you have a chance at one of these there's one of these two questions there's one i wouldn't even know okay that that helps me a little bit <laughs> i guess but there's one that you might know um but again, I you're hearing me crinkling and everything. Like that's how new this is. I'm breaking it out. This is fully work. This is like added this in. <laughs> this is, I'm not doing. I'm not. God, what's? I'm, I didn't prepare for this. I am not cheating or anything. Literally unwrapping them right in now. In case if someone sends in that angry email, yeah, like I, the, you okay. prepped this. You looked ahead at so all here, these things. I'm gonna hand you these without looking at them. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you these two that I know that. We'll go back and forth. Like, I'll do two from a card. You oh, do I two see. two from a card. Because they have questions and answers are on the same side of them. Yeah. So. yeah. They don't have a flip or anything, so. Look All right. at these. I'm, I'm going to have some trouble, guys. So. <laughs> oh, boy. So, in addition to that, so I got a bunch. For some reason, I got a bunch of quiz stuff for mm-hmm. this Christmas. I not only got the video game quiz, but I'm showing Harvey Z here. This I might have a shot at. Yeah, I've got got movie quiz, the perfect quiz for movie maestros. And then okay. I also got stocking stumper sports. Ugh. Yeah, that okay. would be a little interesting for the both of us. We could turn this into like a bit of like competitive trivia games. Of like <laughs> If we could figure out a way for the audience to play at home where we give them some time to think about this as well. But I wouldn't mind like going gaming on this. Make me a gamer podcast. <laughs> well, quiz games. Yeah. We'll, we'll flesh out how we're going to use these and what we're going to do in the future. But right now for this opening yeah. to 2020, let's start 2020 with some video game trivia. All right. Let's do it. Maybe okay. this might spur a discussion or two if we yeah. get Yeah, we're, we're, it's very free form. We're not going to like just plow through it. If something comes up or whatever, we will uh, discuss. Mm-hmm. 
So here's the very first question that is, I I I have zero percent okay th- thinking you'll get this because I even I wouldn't have gotten yeah. it. Debuting on the Amiga in 1992 as a rival to Sonic the Hedgehog, which character was the ninja of the nth dimension? Gecko? No. Was it? You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Gex? Gex. No. Definitely not Gex. But I get what you're... I I like where your head's at. The ninja of the nth dimension. He's a lizard, though. Or a gecko. Well, I was like... He's he's also... He was dressed up in, like, movie stuff. So I was like, he's a Bond guy. He's He's not a ninja. He was a Bond. Like, he was like a secret agent type thing. And then he retired and went to Geico. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think. The ninja of the nth dimension. I feel like I actually might... Because it's against who? Sonic? An Amiga rival to Sonic. So, okay. So, we're not talking PlayStation. This is even older than that. Yeah, this was 1992. Just a hint. Is it an animal of some sort? I have no idea. Like, All right. What is it? The The answer is Zool. Z-O-O-L. All right. I've never heard of Zool Ninja of the Nth Dimension. But it is apparently an Amiga game. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you see a picture of Zool? Um, yeah, he's like a black blob with yellow eyes. A blob. That's what they went with against Sonic. I mean, maybe he looks kind of like a demon in a ninja suit. Here, I'll get a picture up on my phone and I'll show you. Like, I've never heard of this guy before. Okay, Zool. If anyone listening, if you've ever heard of Zool the Ninja of the Nth Dimension, um, please. (laughs) You're just waiting for that movie to come out. Yeah, like, here's what Zool looks like. Oh, okay. He's by blob. You didn't do him justice. Yeah, he, it's there's like he's, two blobs stuck on top of each other. He's a circular guy. He's a ninja. He's he's a rounded ninja. Yeah. All right. I'll give him some credit, <laughs> I guess. Zool the blob just made me think of like goo. He's not goo. I'll go with one of mine back and forth. Well, then. let me finish the oh, card. Okay. I'll, I'll do. We'll do two and two back and forth. Two and two. Um. So he, this one, you might if I I hope. You know this. What was the profession of protagonist Gordon Freeman in the 1998 PC game Half-Life? So I know Half-Life. It's a game where I can't see behind me, so I didn't like it. Right. Isn't he like an engineer? He he works at the Black Mesa company. Right. He And he gets onto a car and shows up to work. Yep. Because I played through that much of the demo. <laughs> and he has a crowbar. I assume he uses the crowbar in his work. Again, engineer or like he's not a plumber. He's not a handyman. He's a scientist. Engineers are scientists. In parentheses, it says theoretical physicist. Fine, he's a physicist. <laughs> uh, that's not an engineer. All the engineers would angry. You, you had a lot of the. I had. I've actually played through. Yeah, you had okay. a lot of the the yeah. basics, and you made an educated guess based on the crowbar, which I'll allow. But like he, he yeah. the whole point is that he wasn't like. Suited for this, guy. like he yeah. was a scientist, and this somehow got caught up in this one bad day. Yeah, these I think you might actually get both of these. Okay, this is going to be embarrassing if I see. This is where though. I'm calling my shots. This is my mini game now. Like, <laughs> how well do I know T Man's knowledge? Detective Cole Phelps is the protagonist from which video game? That's L.A. Noir, right? It is L.A. Noir. Yeah. Ding ding ding. ding. <laughs> one point to T Man. Yeah. That was a good game. That was the one where I wasn't sure if you would know, actually. Oh no, I that I, I played through La Noir. That was, it was a good game that kind of 
fell apart with a little bit at towards the end but they did like real amazing fa- facial technology work mm-hmm. where like you at, when you're playing as a detective you're supposed to be like interviewing people and be able to see like their facial expressions and whether or not they're telling uh-huh. the truth or not so it was very interesting because it was focused a lot more on detective work than like fighting oh. which not a lot of games have done previously but now there's been more of that kind of brain worky mm-hmm. detective type stuff on this one it's a final fantasy 7 question oh that's why. I, well i so it depends on how niche it gets because like i know things but how if it's some like what is the so right. from which character does cloud strife inherit the buster sword in final fantasy 7 oh shit i th- think it's is it Zach? Do you know his last name? It is it, Zach. Zach Fair, right? It is Zach Fair. <laughs> like, I'm just like, all right, it's some dude. Zach Fair gave Cloud Strife his buster sword. No, no, no. How, like, Zach, Zach Fair gets murdered and Cloud takes his buster sword oh. after he dies. He inherits it. Yeah, I mean, okay. he inherited it by him dying. Did Cloud kill him? No. Oh, spoilers? No, Sephiroth killed him. Okay. Oh, shit, shit. Final Fantasy Remake comes out. Yeah. If you haven't played All Final Fantasy people. VII before, oh no, I spoiled. Like, I haven't. I didn't know this. Oh, oh no, this, is, this happens at like the very beginning. You're telling the game. me that Sephiroth this is... is a bad dude. <laughs> this is very early-ish. Well, not early, but early-ish. I did say early-ish. Anyway, yeah. we're n- we're not gonna. All right, give me two. So it's All right, two to zero. Two to zero so far. Let's see how this goes. But I maintain those questions were easier than the questions I had. Well, no. I, I feel like, yeah, you knew the, your final Zool. fantasy. Zool was, is the hardest question so far. I actually... Oh, wow. This oh. one, this one's interesting because it's a phone game. It's a what? It's a phone game. Ooh. <laughs> In which year was popular game Snake first made available on Nokia phones, specifically on the Nokia 6110? I played this on a Nokia phone. Uh-huh. <sighs> How long ago would that be? That would be, it's after 2000 or is it, I think it's after 2000. Nope. No. No. 1998. Yes. 1998. It was either, I was like, when in college or high school, high school was the Nokia phone. Yeah. And it was like, was it beginning of high school or end of high school? So yeah, beginning. beginning of high school. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now this is the, so two to one and I think think you'll get this one too i'll, I'll be disappointed okay. this one i'm actually disappointed half-life i gave you but this one you should know originally named jump man in which 1981 game did mario first appear donkey kong yep there you go okay yeah. okay yeah. i'll take that that yeah. was a good clean 100 <laughs> people might argue oh well he said two thousand. okay two yeah. i'll take that yeah there you go i feel like you'll get this one the second one, I might actually know, and I don't think you do. Uh-oh. The oh. second one... Is it a Sega question? We'll get to it. But okay. you'll ask me... If you ask me this, I wouldn't get it right, but I actually know this game, which is why I'm like... Wait, so you would know the game, but you wouldn't get the question right? I wouldn't get the question right at all. Oh, okay. But, like, I would be like... I read about this in Game Facts one day and watched... <laughs> like, not watch, but I... Back when I used to read through games, I've read how this game plays through. Yeah. Like, I know what this is. I know what it looks like. I know the system. No, I don't know the system. Anyway, the first one, though. This is yours. The 2012 game Sleeping Dogs 
is considered a spiritual successor to which other game series for which it originally started development as a sequel? Oh, shit. I know this. not yakuza because it was picked up by square enix and renamed sleeping dogs because they originally were going to cancel it because the other games didn't do well shit i've played sleeping dogs and you're kind of in the right realm yeah like i know the game and i thought you would get this because i know you know the game i didn't i didn't read through the question at all so then i was like oh this is a weird question but the answer i know you know does it start with a W? No. Okay, then I'm way off track. God, what was the, the name of that series? You could even jump back to your Think of L.A. Noir. LA. is what it reminded me of. No, I'm... I'm think I, of, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. What? That's where my brain goes. Yeah, well, your brain doesn't work like anyone else's. I really liked it. This was a video game, I actually. this So the video game I'm thinking of is based on an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. has nothing to do with this question. The movie has something to do with this question. See, all right. You, just yeah, give, just I've give me the answer. That I've, 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger plays like a mild-mannered guy who's secretly a double agent. But yet this mild-mannered dude is like buff as hell and like married to Sandra Bullock or somebody. Wait, are you talking about True Lies? Yeah. So now this game made me think of that. But that does uh, just tell me the name of the game. True crime. <laughs> oh, that's right. All right, right. So it was like true crime, and like the first two games were like true crime L.A. and true crime New York or something. And then the third game, I think, was going to be true crime Hong Kong, but they they decided not to do it or whatever. But then Square Enix like flipped it around and made it Sleeping Dogs. Hmm. That's that's yep that that tracks. Yeah. Sorry, I okay. But true life. Doesn't true have lies to do. It's true. Only the true title. and true. It's a true and something. One was true lies. <laughs> one was true crime. I was like, oh, this makes me think of that movie with the jet scene and the. And there was a video game that I used to play actually on. I think it was the Sega. Well, it's the the jet scene and the. Is that what it was? No, it was like a it, because it was a top down game and you were. It was like a shooter game, but it was a top down shooter, which I appreciated. It was a little pix, you're a little pixelated Arnold, for lack of a better word. And you had shotguns and stuff. It was violent. It was a fun game, though. Okay. All anyway, right. the the other game, though, or the other question, which I don't think you'll get. Okay. I want to call the shots on this now. All right. What, in which 1992 game is Conrad B. Hart the amnesiac protagonist? Conrad B. Hart. Amnesiac 19- protagonist. 1992. Uh, so it's probably... Well, so you said you would know it, so it might be a Genesis I know it's from game? a Game Facts. Though. Oh. So that's, I'll give you that. And I'll tell you, actually, the Game Facts, it was actually in a video game magazine that I had. Okay. So the playthrough. So this is, pro- I'm guessing it's probably a PC game, because it sounds like this is like going to be like a point and click adventure, sort of. If I remember, it's a side scroller. Like, think of uh, The Prince of Persia, the original. Oh, It's like that style. Huh. Like I, a, the fact that they make him am, amnesiac makes it sound like it's more story based than mm. so I'm, I'm thinking of something like maniac mansion or you know no, think more yeah definitely like prince of persia but you have guns um it's futuristic so that's what the amnesiac protagonist is going for like think like total recall type uh, oh so like okay, space I settings got, i gotcha oh god what's the name of that game flashback flashback yeah 
Okay. There you go. Wow. I, it, it, I would not have gotten it without the hint. So that was like got it correct with a with a. I kind of like the hints of the random assortment of things. Yeah, though, but, but that's, no, that that's an asterisk one. I would never have gotten it without your hints. But yeah, yeah. cool. Oh. Okay, so this question, I'm glad I got to give to you because you. I, I think I'm annoyed at this one because I, I would have gotten this one on mine. Well, you're gonna get this one too. Okay. Because it's a, it's actually about a game we've talked about on here that, oh you, that you enjoy. Eddie Riggs, the protagonist of the 2009 game Brutal Legend, is voiced by what American actor and musician? Oh, Jack Black. Yep. One of my favorite <laughs> games. Okay. Yeah, see, that one was super easy. easy. Now, now this one, we're going to see how no- well you know your retro gaming. How many rows of aliens appear in a wave of space invaders? Who would want to know this? Like, <laughs> how many rows? Yes. How many rows appear in a wave? Oh, not across, but how many vertically? How many vertical? That's what columns are up and down. Rows are horizontal. So how many rows? Um, Four? No. Five. I was like, it's four or five. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Because it's more than just two or three it's because i was like at first i was like how many ac- appear across the screen and it's like 16 15 i don't know <laughs> yeah okay uh this one ooh. okay this one's the first one's easy in the splatoon series uh-huh what is the name of the shape-shifting human squid creatures that the player controls <laughs> uh that one i know and that they are inklings not because you own the game but probably from super smash brothers yep yeah. In pop culture. Well, I mean, I knew about the game. Yeah. I have like not that's a general it, enough. Like, I don't know the game itself in depth. Never played it, but I know about the Inklings. Right. Um. Now this one's a good one. Retro gaming. In which video game was the Konami code first used? Oh shit. Oh no. I can even throw you a. No, no, don't don't give me any hints on this one. Okay. This this one I want to either get on my own merits or die not. trying. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the theme. We're gonna answer trivia or die trying. Contra. My hint was gonna be it's not a contra game. <laughs> okay, so if it's not contra, it's not. It wouldn't be Castlevania, would it? No, no, I don't okay. recognize this game. No, I I don't know. Gradius, Gradius, yeah. That what makes is, sense. What is I, I didn't know that was by Konami, though. Oh, uh, Gradius is a shmup. It's like a shooter, like where you kind of like R type, where you have a, a ship and you're okay. like, shooting things. Yeah, got it. That that would also make sense for the Konami code too, because you could do like infinite lives and shooters uh. are hard. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm laughing about this one because it's you have absolutely no chance of knowing it, and mm-hmm. I only know it. Because I refreshed myself on this. Because you, you studied up on this. Well, no, because you gave me a hard time about not knowing about <laughs> the game that I put in the hat. In the 2011 video game Bastion, from which group of people is Zulf an ambassador? You have the Elven people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the name of the race is the Ura, and I only knew that because after that podcast i went back and looked up a bunch of stuff on bastion because you gave me such a hard time because i didn't remember the anything was recorded about it. this was just purely for your own pride you yeah went back okay yeah. now this one mm, okay jacqueline notla 
was the main antagonist in which iconic 1996 action platformer? What's the name again? Jacqueline Notla. 1996. Yes. Action platformer. Yes. 96. PlayStation isn't out yet. No, it is. Oh, it is. PlayStation came out in 95. Oh, okay. Because I'm wondering, like, what system is this thing for? Uh, PlayStation, then, is where... All right. Think, because it's not what what iconic action platformer would have a female bad guy as the antagonist? Oh, antagonist, not protagonist. Antagonist. Oh, not the Metroid series things. That's Samus, and she fights like aliens. Mm -hmm. Um, For some reason, I'm also thinking they must have a female like protagonist as well. Not the Laura Croft series, because is that a platformer even? Mm Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're so close is it tomb raider yes it's tomb raider because i was like is that that's why i was like playstation i was like oh laura croft wouldn't be included because this isn't playstation playstation is on the table but i was like but again laura croft is the anti or the it's protagonist Lara croft we've gotten into this before <laughs> it's it's laura yeah it's, there's no u l-a-r-a lara croft <sighs> do they say that in the movies yes lara fair enough i i, I mean if it, but lara croft Okay. Okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm, we're going to settle this debate once and for all. Lara Croft. Wait, who said that? That's Lara a robot. Lara Croft. That sounds it's like, like a... doing it like 0. 0.5 Lara times. Croft. That's like That's like a robot. Lara Croft. That's how they're pronounced. That's how... Yeah, that's... but how does like Angelina Jolie pronounce it? Laura Croft. Laura Croft. No, Laura Croft. <sighs> Fine. Hear that? Laura. Laura Croft, not Laura. There you go. Yeah, still a sticking point. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple more here. Okay. And then uh, this one, we'll wrap it up. I don't remember this about you, but I think you're a racing game fan. Um, depends on the racing Didn't game. Didn't you used to be like a realistic racing game fan? Not exactly. Okay. I, I'm not huge on, on the, I'm more an arcade game racers than. Okay. Uh, not like one of those, like I need to know because it has the specs on the the cars and all that. Sort no, of stuff. no, not at okay, all. Okay. Then maybe less. The other one I know you'll get. So in which country is the open world racing game Forza Horizon 3 set? Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. I. I. So first of all, Forza is an Xbox series. So I'm. I'm not even super into Xbox. So, uh, Forza. What country? What country? So I, I presume so it all see. takes place in one country. Yeah. It's so, open... so Horizon is the open world spinoff of the regular Forza game. So like regular Forza Motorsport are like racetracks around the world but like Forza Horizon is like an open world here like in one city or whatever and driving around doing mm-hmm. things so it makes sense if it's in one country like so if we're going to do Forza it's probably not the United States um what is a big big this race is Horizon 3 so they've already yeah, done two yeah, big so ones already done, so they might I feel like they would have done United States first or something yeah. like one of they they probably hit one of those first but then they want to do one Germany 
See, I feel like what would you do number two is Europe. But so this is country, which is also weird. Australia, the continent. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I never would have gotten that. Then the other one. What is the name of the player character in the 2000 PC game Deus Ex? Oh, shit. J.C. Denton? J.C. Denton. Okay. Yeah. Nailed it. I haven't even played that, but I really? know that one. It yeah. seems like a... I, so when no, it, I played the, the third one, um, Human Revolution, with Adam Jensen. Okay. Uh, but that I had never played the original PC game. It was one of the first, last games, like, when I used to read magazines and stuff. It caught my eye. Deus Ex says, like, this seems revolutionary or groundbreaking. It was. It is. It and was the, and is, and I just never played it because I wasn't big into PC gaming. For me, I, you could turn around. It was that problem again. Yeah, turn yeah. around. I think we got one more card for each of I us. I have one to five and five. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that seems good. All right. Um, I'm not going to do this one because you're not going to know either of these. I want to give you a shot here. Okay. I'm going to pick one. Um, okay. This one. This one's good. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I like my questions and I'm going to ask you. Yeah. I'm pleased. Uh, okay. Which 2018 pirate-themed game was developed by Rare? 2018 yes was it like pirate themed games i know there was a sid meyer's pirates game that was like in the 90s oh i thought they redid it recently or maybe i don't know i know the there's original a new pirates like... game that has come out are Unless... you not are you sure you're not thinking about the porno no and that's <laughs> not new that's been out for a while uh so you're you're sure on the porn you're not sure on the video game i get that don't step to my deviant knowledge <laughs> oh, shut up uh let's see repeat the question because there was which a... 2018 pirate themed game was developed by rare because i knew there was an assassin's creed one but that assassin's creed people don't seem to be rare people no rare was bought by microsoft so it's we Is have it... not talked about it black would... waters no have you heard of black did i say a game even black... maybe i i've never because there is a pirate game that i was interested in that came out recently just because the piratey scene the simulation of it but the problem was i think it was an open not an open world but it was a mmo okay, black waters does not come up with any okay hits. so what I, is... i'm pretty sure the game you're thinking of is actually this game though because it's an open world one which is i wanted yes. a single player pirate game but they people were like this it's is not a multiplayer like... open world yeah. yeah what is this sea of thieves okay it doesn't jump out at me, but I know the game, actually. The open world game where you rob each other, then. Yeah, that, I, your think that's, are, I think that's this. And you can, like, build up your own island and so forth. And... Oh, oh, Sid Meier's Pirates apparently came out in 2004. Ah. In the remake of the 87 game. Was there a new recent Pirates game? Black no. something? No. Not Black Sails, but... Black Sails was a show, wasn't it? It was, actually, yeah. There was yeah. A, Black Sails is a show. Anyway, I feel like there was a there was a cool single pi- the single player pirate game that had come There's out. There's Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. Not that one though. That's why it wasn't affiliated with the Assassin's okay. Creed one because it was one. It might have been a RPG type of or a D and D type of like game. Uh, well, but, we'll you will have like, to look into. Yeah, I'll I'll it'll bother me now. But okay. anyway, the other question is, we'll we'll see if you get this one. I I hope you will. The Russian folk tune Koro Bianki, Bianiki, I'm, I'm pronouncing this wrong, K-R-O-R, no, K-O-R-O-B-E-I-N-I-K-I, Koro Bianki? I don't know. 
The Ru this Russian folk tune is commonly referred to as the theme of which classic 1984 video game thanks to its use in the later Game Boy port? Tetris? Yes. Okay. I, I figured I all I'd have to say is Russian folk tune and yeah. you would figure okay. it out. But, yeah. And 1984, I, 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 all right, I got some skills. Yeah. One so, point. So you got one, two, three, four, and technically five because I gave you Tomb Raider. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So not yeah, bad. Sure. Okay. 50. This one, I think you're going to 50-50 it. Or you might get both. But So I'll give you the easier one. Okay. That I know you'll know. Who was the designer of the 1999 game System Shock 2, also known for directing the 2007 spiritual successor, Bioshock? That would be Ken Levine? Ken Levine. Yeah. Now the other one. I'll take I'll take video games for one thousand, Harvey. What have you got for me? In which 2015 video game by Bossa Studios does the player control sentient slices of bread? <laughs> <laughs> I'll repeat that for the audience. <laughs> which which 2015 video game by Bossa Studios? Does the player control sentient slices of bread? Okay, I. If it, Do you if, know if this it game? isn't this game, I'm going to be very amused. But is the answer "I am bread"? The answer is "I am bread." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have heard of this game, and I have watched people play it. Is it as awesome as it sounds? You, it, it can be a co-op game. We could play it together. Where you can each control half of the bread slice. And you Wait, have to like... What the fuck is the bread doing? So you basically start... I think you have to get to like a toaster or something. Uh-huh. And like you start off as like the loaf of bread. And like your slice falls off. And then you have to like make your way across all these environments to toast yourself. So like if you fall on the floor, you get dirty. And like the, the more dirt and crap you accumulate like worsens your score uh -huh. until you get to a point where they say you have to start over because you're too dirty and people won't eat you mm -hmm. so basically you have to make your way across like rooms using like this physics engine as a bread and just yeah it, it's okay. it's hilarious to watch some youtube videos of it especially because like it's very bad physics and you have to like cooperate <laughs> be cooperative about it because mm -hmm. you're each controlling like half of the bread slice so like you can if someone makes the wrong move or whatever you kind of unstick yourself and so it's not like i was thinking like a platformer game it's, it's a physics game where it's, it's more physicsy it's still platformy in the sense that you're navigating trying to like not fall on the floor sort of thing mm -hmm. but it's much more like silly physics based and, and like skill based are the bread like do they have little faces and stuff or no it's no just it's bread? Just, just a slice of bread it's just bread okay <laughs> All right, I am bread. <laughs> you know, I I did wasn't sure the first question that like I saw was that Zool question, and I was like, I wasn't sure how many of these I'm gonna know, but it is surprises me my own knowledge yeah. that this random shit that I have come up with. Oh shit! I almost dropped all of them, but I did not. All right, 
Well, you got seven out of the ten. Seven out of ten, and you got five out of the ten, which you know. Yeah. Wow. I I mean, you were generous with your five out of the ten, but I'll so, take but it. But even four out of the ten, you got mostly on your own. Yeah. It's or I, I would like shoot right next to it, and it's like ah, it's either this or this. Yeah. And so that you did a lot better than you thought you I would. I feel like I would know retro stuff a little bit more than the newer stuff, mm-hmm. but. I mean, then again, you, I mean, sometimes something lines up like Jack Black. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we're here at the end of this episode. Um, we'll we'll definitely be bringing the trivia back. I like it. I'm I, enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's also a good way to get random shit out of nowhere. Yeah. Like I've forgotten about bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you rediscovered. I've bread. rediscovered bread. It's the best thing since bread. Bread. So we have a few announcements before we get into the regular plugs. Um, so starting this week, uh, you and you'll be able to find this in the comment description of the, the episode, uh, we have a Discord. It's a little bare bones right now, but I'm working on like adding bots and other things to it and making it a little more organized. I don't know how many people are going to join it because honestly, I don't know how many people listen to this. But we've got a couple of... Uh, me and Harvey Z are there at least, yes. and we've got a couple of our friends that have already joined it, and we're hoping to to make a community and everything. And if you're interested, uh, the Discord link is going to be in the description from now on. Uh, it's open to anybody. There will be rules posted. Obviously, you know, don't be an asshole. Uh, we don't tolerate sexism, racism, all that sort of shit. Um, the usual, like, if you're an asshole, we'll kick you out. So don't be an asshole. Laying down the rules hard and fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I, I, I feel like living the, your life of don't be an asshole, it covers yeah. a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be an asshole. If you're a Nazi, you're an asshole. You know, if you're a racist, you're an asshole. I have no problem saying this stuff, and I have no problems enforcing it if, if people join our Discord and turn this into an asshole. We're not an asshole podcast. We're, we're here to promote positivity, as we said earlier. Yeah. So that's there. That will always be there in the the link from now on, and we'll keep reminding people uh, in the um, chat. And if there's anything uh, you'd like to see in, in the Discord or whatever, once you've joined it, you know, say so in the Discord. Like, mm-hmm. or let us know. In addition, uh, there's going to be some modifications to the Make Me a Gamer, uh, how the podcast is delivered. Uh, I will try to keep people updated. I'm not sure when I'm going to be migrating everything. Uh, a while ago, my girlfriend bought me the Make Me a Gamer domain, um, but I haven't actually enlisted it yet. I've, I've been wanting to move because my T Man Rights is where I've been uploading all the gamer mm-hmm. Make Me a Gamer podcast right now, and I want to migrate it so my writing stuff is on one website and all the podcasts are organized on another website. So right now I'm looking through different podcast providers and what's the best one to upload it to for the right amount of money, that sort of thing. And once I've got that settled, most of the places I've looked at seems to be very easy to migrate from point A to point B. You just need to like change the RSS feed and I will keep everyone updated so you know it should hopefully go flawlessly. But in case there's a chance, like there might be a couple, a day or two where Make Me a Gamer is unavailable. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know how I'm, as technologies want to be, it sounds like it'll be easy to do, but mm-hmm. who knows what complications will actually arise when I, I get around to doing it. It will definitely be done 
before the end of the month. I'd like to get it done sooner than later, but as you can hear in my nose and my <laughs> voice, I'm kind of sick right now, so I'm not working at 100% on everything. Uh, I've also got a lot of post-Christmas cleanup around the apartment and like some not quite spring cleaning to do. So there's I'm juggling a lot of stuff right now. <laughs> but by the end of January, I'm hoping to have moved it to a new feed. Everything should stay the same. I just have to update like iTunes and, and Android. I should also hopefully be able to add it to Spotify in a way that can actually be found once I switch off of WordPress because it was WordPress that was holding me back on on organizing on Spotify mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully be able to get it to other places as well. Um, and those are the two big announcements. The Discord usual, and the website. Yeah, Discord cool. and the website. Uh, as I've also said, I'm looking to expand and maybe get some guests on here i'm still throwing around ideas on how i want to bring guests in like i'm going to bring them in to talk about a specific game like do i just bring them in and do trivia with them like i I don't know Mm uh but i'd like to get other voices on here i'd also like to put my voice into other podcasts um so i'm also going to be like doing like tit for tat maybe sort of thing where like if i get someone to come on my show i can come on their show boost the audience Mm -hmm. and just like have more of a community because like i i love you harvey z but who doesn't (laughs) but we've been we've been doing this for over a year now and i'd like to expand and and make our brand better 2020 is the year of make me a gamer so yeah that's those are the plans that's the boring technical stuff at the end of a, what was hopefully a fun episode yeah. and now we do our usual outro of where can they find you harvey z at the z is silent on twitter and as i said earlier you can find my writings at tmanwrites.com uh, you can find me on twitter at tmanplaysgames you can find our podcast at make me a podcast uh, you can always email us at make me a gamer podcast at gmail.com i actually saw a few emails uh that i will get to next week i didn't want to get to them this week because it's a a 2020 fresh episode and we were just trying to settle in in after (laughs) a couple weeks of podcasting and also i saw them right before we started airing and i didn't want to not give them their due but i appreciate people sending us emails and if you have any more emails please feel free to uh send them in at make me a gamer podcast at gmail.com RVZ 2020, how are you going to take us out? We're not going down this time. We're going to get famous. We're 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 going to be famous? Yes. No, we're not going down. We're not going out. We're not dying this time. We're going to So we're not going to die trying is what you're saying. We're too just famous to famous. die. Too famous to, to die. Like too fast, too furious, too famous Ooh. to die. I, what was that? I have no idea. <laughs> oh my god. We're dying. <laughs>